Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere, and even earn money. We like that. All in one place for totally free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your cellular telephone or your computer, so no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else, those other places that podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify, and when you want to take conversations with your fans to the next level, Q&As and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions, and best of all it's totally free zero catch we've been using it ever since we started how long gone and ever since i discovered spotify for podcasters i feel like having the option of turning off the q a's and the polls on the user dashboard (laughs) has really helped uh boost my creativity and take it to another level i highly recommend giving it a try download the spotify for podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters to get started What's up? What's up? How, How you living? How you living, King? King good. King good. King uh, good. <laughs> love to hear that. Man, I just got back to this to, to civilization. I just did a long hour and 10 run. My body is feeling good and bad. You know so, what I'm saying? So you mean you are back in America? No, no, no. Just not in the woods anymore. Oh, okay. When but I need it. I, I need to hit hit the pavement. Are you going to ever return to America? Uh, yeah, definitely. But I don't know if New York is the place for me, as it's the epicenter of the disease. Hmm. Go it's on. Also, it's also the epicenter of like cool stuff. So I'm torn. <laughs> <laughs> Damn! It is a. <laughs> well, are you, does that mean there's a chance that you? You head west, uh, or does I mean, it? I mean, does it even matter if you can't even see the homies? I mean, if I can't see the homies, what's the point? I mean, if I'm going to go anywhere, it's going to be ATL because, like, I mean, it's warm. I can exercise outdoors. My mom can take care of me like a child. Um, so, you, so there's a chance that you would go just stay with your parents. Yeah, definitely. Damn. <clears throat> just what? like I mean, that's cool. If you want to, you know, infect your parents, that's great. Bitch, my parents, look, first of all, <laughs> don't come don't come at me like that. We've been on the phone for two minutes. Second of all, my mother is a medical professional as well as my sister who are still currently working in the field. So if they're going to get it, they ain't getting it from Big CB. They're getting it from some rando. <laughs> okay, so then they will get it and then give it to Big give CB. It to you. Yeah, but Big CV, I can handle it, dog. A little cough, a little fever, whatever. You right, know what right, right. I'll, lo- I'll, lo- I'll lose a little weight. You know, it's like being in a sauna. Your your immune system has has battled tougher foes, is what you're saying. Oh, yeah. You think this little disease is anything compared to fucking a handful of oxys? Come <laughs> on, dog. This ain't shit. Handful of oxys do be sounding good right now, though. It'd be sounding real good. Um <laughs> But the, yeah, I don't know what I'm going to do, but I just, I, the, I couldn't run for like a week. I was just doing like, you know, other workouts, but the run is really giving me life today. I needed it. I needed to clear my head. Felt good. I, th- I think for that type of like intense cardio where you really feel your heart rate and your breath and 
have a, like a real proper sweat to the point where your mental state is a little bit more chilled out. Like running is like the only thing that we really can do outdoors. Nothing, nothing hits as hard as the run uh, for me right now. I would love to play tennis because that actually makes sense. Um, but I'll, be, I'll be playing tennis this afternoon with a dog or a wall <laughs> with Bay. Can't hit, boy! Come on now. We got to start somewhere. I mean, it's either yeah, that. It's true. either that or the wall. I mean, honestly, the wall. I've had, I've had a ton. <laughs> no, no cap. I've had a ton of fun playing tennis against the wall for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, the ball always comes back. <laughs> wow, it's such a deep metaphor, TJ. I love, I love this. You're just getting deep off, off rip. Yeah, How's I the mean, weather? How's the weather in Los Angeles? It's 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 finally stopped raining. It was it was dead ass raining for three weeks straight, which I don't I don't know if I remember it ever being like that. Um, but it's it's sunny now, but it's still kind of cold. But yeah, I think but next it's week it's it's, it's going to be like in the eighty degrees. And oh, um, damn! I mean, just literally in the last two days of quarantinia, I've I got a little sunburn on my face. If you want to know how it's going out here. Wow, got to rub it in because you know Chris needs some vitamin D, and I'm not talking about dick. I need some sun, baby. That's what that's <laughs> what keeps me going. That's what keeps me going in these difficult times. I really thought you were going to say a different a, a different word than dick when you when you made that joke, <laughs> but I like that what? you kept it. I mean, ding dong, anything, anything. Um, so, all right, let's call let's call um, Joe Holder, uh, who is mercifully agreed to be a guest on our podcast mm-hmm. to discuss, you know, we need an expert to come on and talk about health and wellness. Cause all these idiots ask us these questions and we don't, I mean, we don't, we don't really know what we're talking about. You know, well, we, we know what works for I, us. I can discuss food stuff and you can discuss a little, you know, you can, you're, you're, you're no layman in the world of fitness and, and exercise, but we are nothing I'm compared not a- to the, the powers of Joe. No, exactly. Like I, I saw once. Once you see Joe's abs, you trust him. You know what I'm saying? Like pause. But that's just real. That's real talk. Don't like, let your girl see I, Joe's abs. But also, you know what? What podcasters? I mean, I for for podcasters in general, you know, you you we know more about exercise than the average casting bro. That, that that's true. Podcasters look like damn marshmallows most <laughs> of the time. Like. Like marshmallows with beards and headphones, but luckily, you know, mm-hmm. this podcast is hosted by two fit Adonises. So two, the two, listener... um, two bar stool thoughts. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> all right. On that note, mm-hmm. uh, all right. Let me let me holler. Let me holler, at Joe. I'll be right back. Wonderful. How long gone is brought to you by Nutrafol. As you know, you know, hair thinning is quite complicated. Like your skin, hair is a reflection of your health. Uh oh, and internal factors can impact the way your hair looks, feels, and most importantly, grows. Nutrafol's whole body approach multi targets underlying root causes like stress, hormone fluctuations, and nutrient gaps for visibly thicker, stronger hair. Go ahead, give it a tug. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth suppy with over 1 million people seeking thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with considerably less shedding thank god take the first step to visibly thicker healthier hair for a limited time Nutrafol is offering our listeners ten dollars off your first month's subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code how long all one word 
Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and stylists and professional stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L. I got Raf on the nut. <laughs> Dot com promo code how long. That's Nutrafol.com promo code how long. Oh, what is this? How do I turn off the fucking video? We live, baby. We live. <laughs> we, we live. We live. This isn't a live podcast. No, 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 no. So there, so there should be a little button that looks like a video camera, and you can hit that, and that'll disable the video feed, but keep the audio. Uh, it, don't worry. It takes. It's sometimes it. It's hard to. Gotta, yeah, I, you got I, it. Damn, you were looking like Shaq from that angle for a second. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> uh, what's up, Joe? How are you? All right, man. I'm in fucking New York when I shouldn't be, but we here. Yeah. Why did you decide to? I mean, I know you live there, but did you decide specifically to stay there, or were you, or were you just like, "Fuck it, this is easy"? No, nah, I was somewhere else, and then I was overseas, and then I came back. Ooh. Did you come? Did you come back? Like, are you good? Or are you gonna leave? Uh, I mean, I can't go overseas, but I may travel safely domestically. What part of China were you in? <laughs> I was, in, uh, I was in the center of Wuhan. No, man, I was. I mean, it's probably better to be there right now, to be honest. Very but, true. Um, no, I was in. I was in the Cayman Islands. Oh, you were at the hotel at the spot. I know where you. You were at the trap. I know where you were. I was. I was at the trap. <laughs> the I, know, exactly. I, I know where you were. I would love to be there right now, just getting a kettlebell workout in. Um, <laughs> Uh, well, you know, look, we wanted to have you on because, you know, we're getting a lot of questions about what to do in these difficult times. You know what I'm saying? So it's like from workouts to eating to mental shit, I, I needed to go to the bullpen and get an expert involved. The bullpen. Um, <laughs> That's hey, you. hey, Joe, really, really quick. Do you are you on a Wi-Fi network right now or are you are you off off the cell? No, Wi-Fi. You are on Wi-Fi? Yeah. Okay. Just because I'm getting a, sorry to interrupt, but it, there's like a there's some static hum going on right now that might be a problem. Um, I don't, hey, I don't know. It'll go away in a second, I suppose. But that's yeah. just there are, are um, you? There isn't really huh? much you could do about it other than maybe us hanging up and trying. Yeah. Let, let's just call, let's call you right. Let's call you right back. I just want to get it sorted before right. you know we start. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Call Thanks. you right back. Jason? Yep, I'm here. Okay. Crispy ass TJ. I mean, it was I wouldn't have said anything if it wasn't gonna be an actual problem. Yeah, no, I know. I hope it isn't still there. <sighs> Otherwise, you know, if it's still there, then I can do my best to kind of like EQ that shit out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all good. It's a free podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they say. Oh uh, free. It free. Oh man! Oh man! Damn! What the fuck is this guy doing? Is he getting some crutches in? Like, what the fuck, bro? We were just on the phone. <laughs> Did he just? 
Damn, he didn't answer. All right, hold on. I'm doing it again. Hold on. How come you're like right there instantly? That I don't know. But did it ring for you? No. Oh, weird. Here, maybe let me hang up and you try it again. Well, hold on. It says he's still waiting, so hold on. Like, we ain't had this many problems with anybody else. I know. He cursed. This he FBI doesn't want this podcast to happen, clearly. He must have a Google phone. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, he didn't answer that. All right, give it a second. I'm going to hang I'll up. G- I'm going to hang up, and then you call us both again, because it's weird that I'm just already on the line still. Yeah, hang up. Hang up, fool. Yellow. All right. TJ, yet again. There we go. Hello? There we go. All right. We good money now. We good. All right. Great. We good money. Um, <laughs> what is wrong with you? What, Joe? We're trying to entertain <laughs> ourselves during this difficult time. We can't all be zinned out like you drinking you're some tea. In, bro, you're in fucking... You're not even in the U.S. You're in Canada. You're totally fine. Like... <laughs> Relax. Look, look, Dr. Joe, you don't you can't tell me if I'm fine or not. Well, Chris Chris is fine. He's in a good place, but he has not come to the realization that he's going to live in Canada for the rest of his life and that is that's that's fucking that's fucking him up. That's fucking me up a little bit. No. I mean, I feel it. I mean, I was they they closed the airport for they said for 3 weeks, but I we knew it was going to be a lot longer, so we had to come back. But like I, I mean, I think because I'm a citizen, they have to let me back in, but you never know. No, 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 no. I think they're going to restrict, even if you're a U.S. citizen, like travel for like 60 days, but you'll be allowed back eventually. Yeah, yeah, of course. I mean, we'll see. I'll call. You know, I got people at the top, Joe, so I'll be good. I'll, I'll, you know what I'm saying? I'll land at Teterboro and I'll holler at you. I don't, I don't think your friend at Twitter is going to be able to help you out with this one, Chris. <laughs> yeah, but but sir, I'm verified. Does that, does that, does that not make a difference? Um but no, nah, Joe, we, we had some questions for you. Like I said, we, we're getting a lot of questions about how to handle this this time physically, emotionally, mentally. You know, what should we be eating? Spiritually. And spiritually. And you're the source, dog. You're, you're my source, you know. Um, I think we're getting a lot of conflicting information out here. Uh, I know you've been doing a lot of this uh, for the last couple of weeks, I'm sure. But how do you personally feel? Before we get into how everybody else feels, how do you feel? Yeah, do you have any symptoms? Um, <laughs> you, got, you got a dry cough, Joe? <laughs> I, was, I mean, when you live in New York in, in an apartment, you always have a little bit of a dry cough. Mm. That's true. Um, That's true. But, uh, I mean, I've been following the story for a long time. So, uh, I think mentally I've had a little bit more time to prepare. I think a lot of people, and with like anything in life, they just ignore it until it becomes real to them. But I've been following it since 2019. So, to me... I knew it was eventually going to hit. I just had a little bit more faith in, the, I guess, the structure of the United States because they had a relatively high readiness score technically to deal with the pandemic would be okay. But 
as it started to get a little bit deeper, you saw that was not the case. And I, um, and it was meant to be a little bit of a trip because I could have stayed somewhere that was like very, that was beautiful and serene with, with great people and had no cases, but decided to come back like that had a little bit of a mental hit on me, but I've just been taking it a day at a time, you know, just want to make sure my loved ones are okay and just controlling what I can control. For the most part, I'll be fine. If I get it, Lord forbid I do, but if I get it, I'll most likely be okay, knock on wood. Um, so to me, for me, it's that it's not that intense, but I think for a lot of people, they don't know how to differ- differentiate between what they can control versus what they can't, and then they're so in the news and they're not used to being with themselves, it becomes a whole clusterfuck of anxiety. But I'm okay. I under- I mean, I know some days will be better than others. Uh, you know, Luckily with work, things are still going well. It's not crazy intense. Um, in terms of financial strain right now, at least at the moment, I'm very lucky. And But now my thing is is to make sure that I can help out as many people as possible in whatever way. Well, can I ask, can I ask why you were so aware just because of the reading that you do and like, or, or is this something, did somebody tip you off or like, why were you following this story? <laughs> are you just a, vi- you- he's a, just a virus head in general. Are you a virus head, Joe? Are you a virus? Chaser? This is my thing. How can you ignore something that's so wildly that's been predicted for years to occur and then how can you ignore when something pops up in one of the most wild wildly important economic regions in the world you're just gonna not like this is my thing like ignorance is bliss that's the way i guess but my thing is like everybody people consume dumbass shit every day but you don't sit down and read the news, stay plugged in, looking at mm-hmm. Twitter, staying abreast of what's going on. I'm not saying sit down and look at CNBC or uh, MSNBC or CNN or whatever every night, but I'm like, if you are not involved in some sort of just general geopolitical awareness mm-hmm. in an ever-connected world, that's exceedingly problematic. So when you saw this stuff popping up in China, just from a public health perspective, you know, which, which I'm passionate about like I just had some insight into it and I was looking around to see what was going on and then you kind of saw what was occurring you know worldwide and um yeah I just kind of relatively kept the finger on the pulse but I just like to be I just like to know what's going on in, in the world because something could be happening on the other side of the world but it still could affect us and now we're really seeing that I mean no you're right well I want to get into your what is your daily routine looking like now? Like, what are you getting up and doing? Are you trying to mix it up? Or are you kind of like sticking to the house? Like, what's your, are you going outside? Like, what's the vibe? Yeah, I mean, I'm going outside. My daily routine is, I mean, um, I'm lucky. My daily routine is great. I have a very strong support system. I got people taking care of me and looking after me, which is amazing. Um, but I'm making sure to sleep. I'm, uh, I'm definitely sleeping more. Uh, I'm probably waking up between 8.30 to 9.30. Um, damn all right what are you a teenage boy damn bro dog i mean my thing is if i still gotta work i'm still working out i'm still doing work at the end of the day what a lot of people don't realize sleep deprivation is one of the worst things for immune system americans Mm -hmm. are chronically sleep deprived chronically sleep deprived which adds up over time and it has a total and couple that with the western diet which has a total disruption your body looks at the western diet as a pathogen it literally fucks up your immune system into a systemic inflammation response that then confuses the immune system for the rest of its life. And they're not even sure if it can be reversed. So you have a whole bunch of people that are eating poorly. You have a whole bunch of people that are not sleeping enough. And it has totally decimated the way in which you can respond to either, say, a cold 
or something as wild as Corona. So the difficulty is with this is that I'm doing all the things that we should be doing that people think you shouldn't because they bought into they bought into the whatever the cult of capitalism, whatever you want to call it. Like the fact that people don't sleep enough, the fact that people eat poorly. So for me, I'm just returning with a daily routine to a state of normalcy, doing the things that not trying to get caught up in being wildly productive or being or in the grind culture. My thing is I need to sleep. So I'm going to let myself sleep, even if it's a little confusing at first. But it's only confusing because we've been socialized in a, in a negative way, not because it's not what our body needs. So, I took you. I thought you were a hashtag rise and grind guy. So no. I'm, glad, I'm, I'm glad to hear this. Well, I'm he, he is this. a rise and grinder. He just rises a couple hours later. He still, he this still is my grinds thing. harder. This is my thing. What, <laughs> fact. So this is what I'm a proponent of. What a lot of people don't realize is the, that concept of whatever. Uh, I know everybody refers to whatever Parkinson's law and also strategic laziness, right? Like it wears people out when they, I tell them, like, I'm lazy because I don't like to do frivolous. I don't like to do frivolous things. I'm not also going to buy into essentially a system that is not in my best interest. But I do realize I have to be a part of it. So I'm only going to do what's necessary to be successful. I'm not going to do things that just to keep me busy, basically through, basically it's called procrastination of productivity, which you all have, a lot of people often do things that are good, but they're not, they have no point. So they have no point mm. to the greater goal. So my thing is, is cutting the fat during these days. I'm doing the things that I should be doing. I'm moving a little bit slower, but moving more strategically. So I'm just moving slow. I'm moving. I'm going an inch at a time, but very fast. I'm making sure I'm going in the right direction. Ooh, Joe. I'm no longer trying to do zigzags. Damn. Joe, I, we got we got we got to charge for this episode because I feel like <laughs> I feel like this, the, uh, yeah. the sermon is just beginning. Please, yeah, get, dig deep. Hit, hit Joe on Cash App, bro, because I, I, I ain't doing we ain't doing shit right Ooh. now. Well, the. The all right, so you're waking up a little later, you're getting sleep because that's good for the immune system. So, how, how many not, hours are you getting, Joe? Sorry for interrupting. Uh, probably seven, seven to nine. Okay, great. That's that's uh, reasonable, that's like normal. Yeah. Shit. That's like what yeah, we should normal. be getting. Okay, yeah, so you should be getting. I mean, if you're like a real athlete, you're really working out hard, most of them need like eight to ten. That's why a lot of them nap during the day. So, that that's why I nap so much. That makes sense. Okay, <laughs> all right, that, that's thank you for that. I need to. That'll that'll make more sense when people are like, Chris, why are you taking a nap at two PM? It's like, bro, I'm an athlete. What the fuck do you want me to do? Okay. Uh, I'm an aging uh, athlete. I'm an aging athlete, exactly. <laughs> All right, so you're up at nine thirty and then are we are we hitting the computer? Are we meditating? Are we juicing? Are we having a tea? Are we taking a walk? Where, where are we at, bro? Walk us I mean, through. I'm I'm kinda of planning the day. So then the thing is is like, all right, like I'm strategizing with my people, like what do we need to do? What do we need to do today? What do we need to be able to get done? Like how can we what do I need to stay up to date with? So that's probably like 30 minutes to an hour doing that. And then I'm making a tea. So I make like a morning little blend right now. Have, uh, it's like an adaptogen blend. So in the morning I do something for energy. It's basically um, probably like a ginger tea blend with um, uh, some uh, hishi wu, which is like a Chinese adaptogen, some uh, cordyceps, and I'm dropping in some rhodiola. Um, and like holy <laughs> holy basil or something, and then I'll probably eat like an hour later, hopefully. And then I've been doing these workouts, and I'll try to go for a walk. If it's sun out, like I'm gonna go outside and get some sun. Hold um, on, I want to ask. I want to stop you right here. Are you are you do you normally eat before you exercise, or are you a fasted daddy? How does it work for you? 
<laughs> what is wrong with you? Because we, we don't eat on this side, dog. We don't eat on this side, Joe. You know food is the enemy for me, so I need to ask it's a professional crazy. like what I should be doing. Cause, like, it, depends. I, it depends on your goals and training splits, but I think you should yeah. – if I had a big dinner the night before that wasn't still too close to bedtime and, and I have something that's cardio-focused in the morning, I sometimes won't eat. If I have something that's a little bit if that strength or intense focus, I will make sure that I eat. But I always do have a tea or a juice. Yeah, yeah, okay, all right. And you don't drink coffee? I do sometimes. I cycle it, though. Coffee is actually one of the most antioxidant-rich beverages in the world. It's just that people need to understand the difference between coffee and caffeine. So you have to basically – but too much caffeine, you know – can hinder and people don't drink it at the right times. So the key is for coffee consumption, because it's actually really good. It helps with blood flow. You know, it helps uh, with uh, basically vasodilation. And I'm sure if that's from, and then coffee itself is antioxidant rich. So the key is, is just not to disrupt your, what they call your cortisol rhythms with it. So I use, I use it for digestion sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) That's problematic too. <laughs> Please control your language. <laughs> <laughs> this is a PG thirteen podcast. God all right, damn. so so you're taking a walk, and then all right, so what? I've seen the Naomi Campbell workout, which we had to get into that because I know those are doing fucking numbers. But what what else? <laughs> what else are you doing? Like what what are you doing? What's the routine looking like? Are you are you isolating body parts? Are we doing full body? Or what are we doing? I'm a full body guy. Like as I got older. Um, and there's no access to weights right now. But as I've gotten older, I've been more so about like functionality and feeling good. So I typically do full body. If you want to do a bodybuilding split, though, like you should split body parts. But I'm not in the aesthetics game anymore. Like I, I played football. Like I did all that stuff. Like I know what it's like to have that physique, but it's also kind of uncomfortable. Must must be nice, bro. Because I, <laughs> I don't know what it's like. It, it looks pretty comfortable to me. What do you mean having a thirty-inch waist and a six? What, what's uncomfortable having a thirty-inch waist and a six-pack? <laughs> you can still do that with like functional base work. Functional base work is basically using the body in ways that it should be. So like sprinting, running, rotational movements, functional patterns, right? So it's like being able to hinge here and there. But sprinting is the ultimate strength exercise, you know, like stuff like that. Like still move weights. My thing is this: if you really want to look good aesthetic-wise. Sprint one to two times a week. Uh, do um, uh, when you if you're just lifting. All right, so you do one to two days of strength work, one day of pure strength, another day of just bodybuilding aesthetic space work. Run or do intense conditioning one to two times a week. Okay, do something mobility and low intensity focused once a week, and then you could probably add in an extra day of aesthetic space work, and you'll be you'll be fucking great. A lot of people. Can you huh? tell tell me what aesthetic based work is, Joe? Like, what do like, you mean by that? So it's like body, just pure like bodybuilding stuff. So it's like I'm isolating t- technically muscle groups. So I'm gonna do a I'm gonna do an arms day, right? So I'm gonna okay, just okay. do hit it from a whole bunch of different angles. Like I'm gonna just do an abs day. Or I, I want my quads to look good in little shorts. So I do. Joe, you know, <laughs> first of all, first of all, chill. My quads already do look good in little shorts. So I'm not really. <laughs> that's not my aesthetic muscle. I'm worried about. Uh, but thank you for seeing me out. I'm worried about Joe. What all? All we want, all we want is a six pack, bro. The big arms are for six du- packs. Six packs is not. Six packs is functional aesthetics. I need to be sprinting. 
yeah, I mean, are you, what you need to do is... Sprinting is very hard, though, Joe. <laughs> what else you got? You just way to get a six-pack six is to lift heavy weights once a week. Is to You have to sprint or do intense conditioning once a week, and then you just eat right in addition to your normal training regimen, and you mm-hmm. will get abs. Like... No, they're there. They're they're coming in. Like they're coming also, in. Also, you got to reduce your stress. That's the thing. Joe, you know I got no, I ain't got no stress, bro. Come on. So <laughs> living, you, are, li- you are fucking wired. Like I would love to see a <laughs> test. I'm wired, but I'm not stressed. Joe, what's just, what's the correlation between stress and abs or just muscle muscle quality and health in general? So stress in the short term is actually very anabolic because it'll rile your body up to do what it needs to do. In the long term, though, like chronic inflammation basically creates a situation where you basically your body like typically holds on to a little bit more weight, especially around the midsection. It's a little bit more prominent with women than it is men. Women, you calm you calm them down. They'll drop five pounds in a week. You calm them down and have them drink water. They will. Like, I've done it. Like, I've done it. <laughs> you calm them down, have them drink a lot of water, and they'll lose, if, and if they need to, like, they'll lose excess. They'll blood. drop a they'll light five the, real quick. Joe, they'll hold lose, on. Are you, talking about, are, you ta- are you talking about a client or in your personal life? I'm confused here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about clients. <laughs> All right, cool. Thank you for the, thank you for, okay, thank you. So, so right now you're doing full body shit every day for what indoors, no equipment at your house. Are you going to a gym? Are you going to a private no, location? A private location. No, I'm in an apartment. So I'm just moving. My thing is, is like your body does have a memory. So you don't need to do wildly crazy stuff. At least luckily for me. But my thing is like find some stairs. If you live in a walk up in your apartment stairs. Like, you, shameless plug, Nike training app right now is completely free. Great workouts in there. I'm doing that. Like, I'm just making sure that I keep my, you know, cardio and conditioning up. And then the thing is, if you do want to keep your muscle mass, which I'm sure a lot of people there do, you have, and you're doing body weight, it has to be high volume and a lot of time under tension. So all that means yeah. is you're working very closely to failure. But what a lot of people don't realize is, like, you don't, like, if you're doing a body weight squats, for instance, instead of going, to lock up at the top it's like technically actually keep an angle so you never fully lock up mm. and you pulse basically between the two areas that keep give you the most tension so at the top don't lock up at the bottom don't sit all the way down to let the tension out so keep the tension the whole time and doing high reps you'll be able you, you know you'll be able to keep size size i've heard i've heard that before i've heard that that kind of stuff before which does make sense even to a layman like me like that's pretty easy to understand. i mean that's pretty easy to understand you know what i mean but I think nothing, that, the thing is the foundational the foundational success the foundational success component that connect to success in the gym are all very basic a lot of people try to make try to do either too many things at once or don't give time to fruition to make things happen so there's nothing groundbreaking. When you get into supplements and stuff, then it takes sometimes a little bit more nuance. When it comes to training, it's really all about consistency of the right things. It's sometimes people try to mix up too much stuff, and that sends too many different messages to the body. I appreciate the simplicity. Uh, but, you know, I have a little – so I got a little bit of gear, right? I got a resistance band. I got a booty band. We got some gliders. I got a Pilates ring. Just light shit, Joe. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, don't have any, I don't have any kettlebells. 
am I am I ODing? Should I just be doing body weight, or is it fine to work with this stuff that I have because it's it's still like appropriate for the house and like relatively mellow? Yeah, you can still use the mellow stuff. I mean, it's just all again. It's about what are you after? Like you're not at, like is it okay to use mellow equipment? Yeah, but it's like what do you want? Like that's those are two different questions. Do you want well, your abs to look mellow, Chris? No, good point, Jason. I don't. I want them to look like I could fucking eat off them. You just I answered your own question. Chris, what, <laughs> is a, what, what is a booty, booty belt? Booty, booty band. Booty, booty, booty is, band. Is, Sorry. Is the, is, every girl in your life owns these. They're, they just, <laughs> it's just a band. You including me. Yeah, including me, sweetie. You put them around your, just right above your knee. Um, mm-hmm. Or, I mean, you can use them on your arms, too. I've seen people do. But, Joe, I would like to tell you, I've been using the Nike Training Club app. Um, yeah. And I do like it a lot. And and the premium workouts. Um, make sure are you give it five best. stars on yeah, Apple. Yeah, make sure you give five star download. Um, but I do think it's I, I think it's smart to give it away right now too. The premium stuff. That's a nice thing to do for people. I think it's. I'm sure the numbers are through the roof. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the definitely the Nike premium app is is uh, doing numbers right now. But more importantly, I think it's just showing people that they don't need that much to work out like. Yeah. This whole fitness and wellness boom, honestly, is is kind of BS. It's just tricky. Oh, hold on, hold on, bro. You're throwing <laughs> shots now. He's throwing shots. Joe Holder said, well, this fitness boom is bullshit. <laughs> Joe, I had a Man, question. I mean, dog, you saw the Goop. Like, you seen that Goop article. Like, what is that? That's oh, not bro, what that's, wellness that's, is. That's, that's rich white women going to the Hamptons during a, a fucking pandemic. That's good content. I don't see the problem with that. <laughs> All right, man. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, how um how has how has your isolation and quarantine affected your appetite? Uh, it's actually made me focus on eating better and slightly more. Like my thing is, is that I don't get hungry; I just get tired. So I'm I'm my relationship with food is very like uh, utilitarian. So I'm very purposeful because is that because just, of just it's always been like that, or because you're you're more machine than man? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's always been something like that just because you know I play sports my whole life to me sometimes and I'm busy so sometimes eating can be like mm-hmm. a little te- a little tedious when things slow down I do find more joy quote unquote in food but my thing is for the most part food may, food should be probably 70% purpose 30% joy most people do it the other way mm. which kind of fucks them up so for me like I don't have time to be tired I don't have time to be sick I don't have time for that stuff. So I try to make sure like I'm eating purposefully. So I'm actually 70, 30 eating, split. Yeah. Seven thirty split. So I'm actually eating, I guess a little bit better now and a little bit more to be honest, because I have more time. Um, and that, you know, also that I help keep you, I just want to stay healthy the best that I can. Amen to that. Yeah. Um, what, what do you think about um, posture correctors in in this time? Posture corrector, like the little buzzers things that like buzz. Like the like the little what? strap band that you wear around your shoulders, so it keeps your your posture up upright. Like when you're working at an office desk all day, type of thing. Have you seen? Yeah, those? I mean, I don't. I've seen them. Uh, if they can serve as a reminder for you to do the things that will be necessary for you to maintain your posture. By all means, but if you're not doing things to improve your posture outside of that, I don't really see the point. 
what are what are some of the best i i was asking because you know those those are things that that people have been using and it sort of caught my eye but i never wanted to wear one in public because you look kind of dumb but now that we're all quarantined <laughs> and locked inside you can just wear them all day and it doesn't matter because no one's going to see you what are yeah. what are some like good posture correcting exercises that people could do right now uh good posture i mean there is i mean anything that like works like the rear delts typically like gets stabilizes your shoulders a little bit more so they're not rotated in forward. But long story short, if you massage kind of the front of your chest, like chest where your pec and shoulder connect, whether with like a ball or a foam roll, kind of get in there. Mm. Um, and then do basically like rear delt raises with that elbow bent. Just focus on opening up the back. Maybe after mm. like you foam roll your mid back. And then, like, T-spine shoulder sweeps are really good where you, like, lay on your side. Mm -hmm. And then, basically, you swoop that top hand over as it traces onto the ground and you try to lay the opposite shoulder down. Um, but basically, anything that kind of works the small muscles in your back while alleviating pressure kind of off of your, off of your chest in your lat. Mm. Perfect. I feel taller. I feel taller already. <laughs> oh. mm -hmm. Well, are you, you know... I think a lot of people are sitting at home, Joe, and they're devouring some trash content because we just got nothing but time. We're watching TV. We're, you know what I mean? We're wasting time. Are you, are yeah. you allowing yourself to devour some trash content or is my man really just like meditating and floating above us all the whole time? <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I'm consuming some trash content. Um, <laughs> I mean, I I've like, I've never seen, I mean, a lot of the things, there's certain movies that I've never seen that I've been watching, but a lot of things that is often weird for me is like when I watch, it's hard for me to watch shows or like trash content is because I just, I just can't, I guess, let my mind be present in something that's like, what's the point of me doing this? Like, I don't really find entertainment in like following somebody else's life. I don't really find entertainment in, um, things of that nature and like overly fantastical things because the world's crazy enough. Uh, but I watched Snowpiercer yesterday. It was, it was really bad, actually. <laughs> I thought it was going to be a lot better. Like the end, I mean, it was good, but the ending didn't make sense. I was like, I, why would he do that? Have you seen it? No. Uh, I have seen I it. I have seen it. It was, it was I. Why did they do that? I definitely don't remember the ending. I was, I was definitely <laughs> smoking weed when I watched it, I'm sure. And I watched it <laughs> two to three years ago, but... Um, we will not add Snowpiercer to the quarantine list. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Big review from you. Um, I don't think so, but you're, you're spending your time. You're trying to read and spend the time wisely and relax. You're not trying to do too much or like rot your brain like me. I am not trying to rot, um, rot my brain. I am trying to spend time wisely and with, you know, with people, I care about as much as I can, but other than that, is, how, how do you spend time with people you care about in a in the team? Just on Facetime? In the team, yeah, <laughs> you know, checking in, Facetime, and things like that. I mean, I'm just trying to read books that I finally have the chance to read. Work on projects that I really want to work on. Um, mm -hmm. Still, are you, you quarantine? I'm still lucky enough to have work. Are you quarantined alone, or do you have roommates or a partner or anything? Ah, uh, the block is uh, the block is hot. I mean, I'll I'll leave that question to answer, but I'm, uh, <laughs> <laughs> God damn it! 
this guy, his publicist didn't even approve that question, Jason. <laughs> He's doing team numbers. I get it. I get it. Yeah. We, me and Jason ain't got teams. We got, yeah, we, got uh, we got we ain't got no team. Uh, but I do. We did have a question about about meditation specifically, and this is something that yeah. in this in my personal health and wellness journey, I have not been able to conquer. Um, because like you said, I just can't slow down really. It's really difficult for me, which probably means I need it more than other people. Um, Mm -hmm. but, uh, basically, you know, if, if someone wanted to get into transcendental meditation, what would the first step be? Would it be an app? Would it be a book? Like what, what would you suggest as someone who practices? I think you first, you have to get your checkbook out and then, and (laughs) then it begins. Um, so TM is different because you have to technically, you're right, you have to pay. And the only way you can technically learn how to do TM is to go to an instructor yeah. that will guide you along. So TM is a different type of, of meditation. So TM is simply a type of meditation. They call it transcendental because you want not to just be in the moment. You kind of That's why they have a mantra. You kind of want to shift the brain to its default state and rise above the quote-unquote moment. So you're just like more relaxed and just are. Typically like mindfulness, which is what a lot of more of the apps are, meditation, mindfulness yeah. is more of a practice that more gets a brain state that allows you to essentially to be more present and you really want to be in the moment and you really either want to be aware, say aware of your thoughts or just like fully present with what you have to deal with. So then after you're done, the information around you, you can be more aware about and process it in a better way. With TM, the goal is to be essentially more like omnipresent, essentially to be above them all. So they technically activate two different brainwave states. TM, um, I personally haven't done it. I do want to do it. I, I believe TM activates more of a calm, like alpha wave state. Don't quote me on this. I may, I may botch this. And, uh, mindfulness is more of like a theta wave like present wave state where you're able to process information like a little bit better but tm ends up like improving that as well but it i think as like a secondary perspective but long story short if you want to get into mindfulness which is more just which i do more of it's like being able to be present being able to be aware being able to input sensory information like a little bit more effectively i found and honestly just have a better standing and relationship with others uh there are a lot of good apps for that and there's also a lot of good empirical programs for that uh i'm a big fan of john kabat-zinn he did the mindfulness-based stress reduction program um full catastrophe living is a big book that he that is about i think he taught the class at umass amherst um really good handbook like a really good guide into how to get into more mindfulness-based practices in terms of apps um I don't know. I'm a big proponent of like Insight Timer, uh, Stop, Breathe, Think. Uh, UCLA has a really good just free uh, guide online. But yeah, I mean, there are two different types. TM, you got to go to a center. Yeah. Um, and it's it's based in a different tradition. So TM is more of like the Vedic traditions, I think. And mindfulness is more based in the Buddhist traditions. So they're slightly okay. different. So you got choices, you got flavors, you got vanilla or chocolate. Yeah, like everybody thinks it's just like one kind of like thing. Like, and it's like you wouldn't say that Pilates and berries are the same thing and the same could kind of be said for meditation practices. 
No, that makes sense. I mean, I think there's levels to everything, obviously. Um, <laughs> there's you know levels I mean? to this. I mean, there is, though. That, that's like what it is. And one takes a lot more of a commitment, it sounds like, even though it's just different. I mean, if you can only get it from the source, you got to go to the source. <laughs> yeah, I mean, or it's just, a, it's just a better scheme to make money, I guess. Well, that's, I mean, I wasn't going to say that, but thank you for saying <laughs> that. Um, uh, and, I, you know, friend friend of the show, Yimmy Yeo, wanted your thoughts on the Game Changers documentary, which I'm also interested in, which you tried to respond to on Twitter, and I stopped you and said, save it for the pod. Um, I haven't watched this. Jason, have you watched it? Uh, I, I know a decent amount about it, and I've seen clips, but I don't think I've seen the whole thing. But it's a, it's a documentary about vegan athletes and the benefits of, of, a, of an animal-free diet as, a, as an extreme athlete. And is that pretty much it? Yeah, essentially. Um, but like, also a lot of um, propaganda against eating meat and and anything like that as well. On what it does to your body? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't. I'm not a proponent of ex- like inflammatory and exclusionary, I guess, discussions. I mean, my thing is, I always look at money trails. You know, James Cameron is was behind it or part of it, and there's a lot like he just started his own like huge plant-based company um there's always money trails to an extent yeah but uh i'm still looking for a issue... money trail joe so if you find one <laughs> if you find one let me know please I mean, okay I'm, I'm, I'm out here chasing them um it's chasing you know chasing money instead of these other things i suppose i'm chasing the good of mankind um yeah, anyhow. That's that. yeah that's what you're chasing joe sure we'll talk about that more we'll talk about that more once we get i don't know about you I'm, I'm chasing i'm chasing for a cure thank you very much <laughs> oh my god so you're um, not so you are not a plant-based athlete you are i am oh you oh, are i do not yeah yeah plant-based gang baby so you're yeah. fully you're fully vegan no 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 i'm put that's it all right so there's so I, many I, things, I, so many let me issues learn here. you something young buck Let's start with <laughs> let's start with game let's just stick to game changers for a second. Yes. The problem with the slight problem with game changers is some of the things that they harp on aren't sensical. So when you talk about the whole they, the one of the big arguments they make are about gladiators. Gladiators and how gladiators ate a animal free diet. Gladiators were slaves. Gladiators ate that diet not because it was the healthiest diet. Gladiators ate slave food because they were slaves. So a lot of it was just shitty grains and bad food. Additionally, gladiators need to have more fat on their body. All gladiators probably weren't ripped. Gladiators had to deal with puncture wounds. If you have to deal with puncture wounds, you don't want your lean muscle mass obviously showing. You want adipose tissue. Jason, fat. You don't Jason want, you don't want in, a six-pack. You want something more like no. when Chris takes his shirt off. Jason, Jason lives in Glendale, so he's got to be careful. So that makes sense of why he's put on some extra weight during this time. I, I have lost three pounds in the quarantine, bitch. It's <laughs> really crazy. Um, but anyway, my thing is, is like you need to look at a value system, not necessarily just food consumption. So you can be a vegan and still eat pork. Like yeah, a lot of vegans do mean meanwhile, and you want to go for animal rights and all that stuff. I understand. Mm-hmm. But for me, like diet is at first, especially as a minority individual, is always is the first about human rights. So it's first about empowering these communities that have been bastardized by poor food consumption and have been marginalized by poor food consumption. Figuring out the best way to create an agricultural system that looks after them. So the issue more so is not with meat itself. Although if you have that, if that's your value, then meat shouldn't be consumed. Totally fine. 
But that's not to say technically that meat isn't healthy or nutrient dense because it actually is a very important, especially for developing countries, it's actually a very important food to consume because for its bang for its buck, you get a lot out of it and it can help basically with nutrient deficiencies. The issue with meat in the U.S. is the manner in which it is processed. It's overly processed, overly consumed, and it's shitty quality. What a lot of people need to realize and what a true plant-based diet is, is that you can be a vegetarian and vegan and not be plant-based. Yeah. You can technically still eat meat and be plant-based. Plant-based is about a, a predominantly and majority minimally processed to, uh, to no processed food consumption that harps on the quality consumption of food. So mm-hmm. when, what a lot of people mess up is, is that when they do this vegan stuff, it's like, oh, they, they're like, yeah, I'm plant-based. I'm out here eating an Impossible Burger. That's not plant-based. That's a process. That's an overly processed food. So what that is, that's not a plant-based food. Tater, plant. tater tots are technically plants, though. At the root of it. Yeah, yeah but that's not plant-based. No, you know no. what I mean? Like that's that's plant processed. So the thing is, you got to move people away. What's really happening now is that we, you have a food agricultural system that is fucked up. That is now just shifting towards still being fucked up, but it's like essentially just changing the substance of the food that it's fucking yeah. up. And so you're saying they're just processing, they're processing, they're processing meat and now they're processing fake meat and it's the same shitty processes. Yes. Now, does it have a less, may have a, a not as a bad impact on the environment? Of course. But it also may still have a negative impact on human health. So the thing is, you yeah. need to take a step back and understand that both environment and human health are connected, but you need to not lose the forest from the trees. And it's like, hold up. What is the system in which all this stuff is actually happening? How do we get to this point? Why is it this way? What are we doing? Because a lot of the foods that have also destroyed the environment aren't just meat. Sugar has a sh- sugar found in so much food and found, of course, in quote-unquote plant-based food. That's the devil. Has destroyed the Great Barrier Reef. Go look at the relationship between sugar cane production and the Great Barrier Reef. Damn bars, Joe. Bars. This is this is Joe's on some Joe's on some Bush did nine eleven shit with sugar oh, right whoa, now. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> <laughs> now we're getting into the good stuff, Joe. I like it. I hope you edit that out. I'm, I'm friends with his daughter. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Um, Flex. Anyhow, anyhow, it's just uh, when it comes to food, like look at the impact that food has on you health wise, but also look at the impact that it has on the world and take it. I would argue, I would, I would say this is a good practice for anybody for a week. Every anything that you consume, ask yourself two questions. What is the benefit that it has for me? And what is the benefit or non lack of harm that it has for the world? And that'll totally change the way what you look at food because you can still technically eat meat and have a carbon neutral or carbon positive diet you can technically not eat meat and still eat a lot of food that is neither good for you or not good for the world so don't get caught up in dog in like dogmatic i call it nutritional absolutism don't get caught up in that get caught up in the overall quality values that a good diet should have and look at the impacts that that has no i mean i, I think jason i jason and i both grew up in like a in the hardcore scene where a lot of people were vegan, um, and at you're a talking young age, to two retired fat vegans. Um, yeah, exactly. So we know so all I've about known, this, unfortunately. Yeah, I've known from a young age. It's like, yo, you can eat awful shit, and it's vegan. It doesn't. It, that's just two different things. You know what I mean? It's two totally different things. But I think that it's been fully bastardized by the media and fucking celebrities, and you know, the word just doesn't mean. 
I don't think people read as much into it as they should, which is what you're saying. Yeah, essentially. Mm, mm, Joe, what mm. is what is the what do you think is the, the the alternative milk or just any milk at all that is probably the best best for you to consume and for the world? Um, uh, probably oat and cashew. Almonds are a little bit mm-hmm. overproduced right now. Yeah. Um, but I would say probably choose between oat and cashew. What What's your thoughts on on like the raw cow's milk craze going on? Uh, um, he bathes he bathes in it for his skin, but he wouldn't drink it. He would not drink it. <laughs> I mean, it's getting a lot of people sick. I mean, some people claim it could be beneficial for health. Some people claim technically goat's milk is the closest to human milk. The more people should be consuming goat's milk. Uh, mm-hmm. I I would not necessarily. At, uh, so it's a tough question because some people could actually Thank take you. milk better than others. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, depending upon, you know, epigenetics and historical um, connections to where you po- your ethnic background is, there's increased likelihood for you to be able to process lactose, right? So that's what they call the lactase persistence. The, the, when the enzyme that was necessary to digest milk protein stay around. And then from there, you could possibly say that, you know, if you're whatever, living on a farm, it could be a beneficial drink. But for most people, it's like they don't need like you don't need that. If anything, just get like a high quality yogurt. Um, mm-hmm. But I wouldn't really advocate for people just be drinking for safety reasons a bunch of raw cow's milk. Tastes so good though, Joe. <laughs> Live your best life, I guess. I don't. That doesn't appeal to me at all. That sounds fucking gross. But I don't drink any alternative milk. Cause I'm a fucking man. I've been I've been drinking need- a lot of whole milk, whole cow's milk lately. What like in a latte or like what are you doing? Um, just like in <laughs> baking or you know hitting the cereal in the in a little afternoon latte things like that. Joe, Joe, if you're feeling low and you need a fucking pick me up, like what kind of treat is my man letting himself have? And don't give me some bullshit. Don't give me some like health food store shit. Like I'm talking like peanut M and M. What's your peanut M and M? Um. I like apple pie. Okay, Hell yeah. damn, that's the whitest shit that's ever been selling this podcast, Joe. Damn, man. <laughs> dog, dog, I, that's why I can hop in and out of you know the social scene. You can swim in a lot of circles. You put a little vanilla scoop on that on that apple pie, Joe. You know, I like my ice cream like I like like stuff. White and creamy. Uh, <laughs> oh white and cold. God. White, white and cold might be more accurate. White and cold <laughs> might make more sense. From the That's, East and Black. New York's got um, a lot of those. Did you? No. Did you? Have you ever had? Have you ever put a slice of cheddar on the apple pie? Uh, that sounds disgusting. No, that's a popular. That's like a popular. Jason knows the history of it better than me. But that's something I learned about in the last like five years. I didn't know it was a, it's a very popular thing. It's a southern delicacy for real fat motherfuckers to do. No, no, I've heard of it, but I would I would personally not ever consume that. I would not, nah, same, bro, same. Joe, what about uh, um, what about broth and collagen consumption? What are what are some tips about about how to get some more collagen in our lives, and do we need it or not? It's a good question. Um, I don't necessarily. Uh, the research isn't completely there with like collagen production or collagen consumption and the way that impacts the body. 
in the running world, it's gotten big because there has there's this guy, Keith Barr, that does a lot of work with connective tissue. Um, and he's seen that there is a possibility. They found when you basically ate things from collagen, so like, or peptide, so jello, essentially. Mm-hmm. When you would have something like that and then you would jump rope, it would stimulate growth of basically connective tissue and what's called your extracellular matrix. It would stimulate basically the turn better turnover rate for that. So it could hopefully create more resilience in the body and uh, mm-hmm. maybe stem, maybe curtail possibly injury risk. So it got really big in the athletic world, but it's not sure. Basically the protocol was a jump rope for five to six minutes, an hour after you consume collagen or gelatin or something. And they saw a better turnover rate. Um, in terms of like Damn. beauty product, they project, had to pick the product. most jiggly cardio exercise possible. <laughs> and it's just light. It's rebounding. That's what it really is. Like rebound. Like the body responds to basically it's just uh, intermittent stress. So it's a quick shock. Mm-hmm. And then if you just do a little bit of that, where the cutoff time is six minutes, because after that it has a detrimental effect when you start really to get into working your muscles, which is fine. But when it comes to your connective tissue, it's a little mm-hmm. bit different. Um, you don't want to do too much work for it to basically have a resourceful effect. Joe, um, I can't jump rope just for five minutes. That's crazy. <laughs> that's bizarre. You should be able to do that. Just no, Joe. No, face. Jason. No, Jason's kidding. He does an hour of jump roping a day right now, Joe. That's, that's, that's impressive. Mm-hmm. That's count. That's count. That's he does cat. it. He's doing an hour. That's his cardio. He's outside in L.A. in his broke boy gym doing fucking. <laughs> Doing an hour of jump rope—that's crazy to me. I mean, that's good. Get it? It's, no, it's very good. I, I don't think I could do it. You can't do it. But I can run for an hour, and your lanky ass can't, bitch. So what? What now? We all have our <laughs> strengths and weaknesses. That's true. That's true. That's I would true. like to that's practice true. my sprinting though. Now that Joe's talking about it, actually, yeah, Joe. Before we let you go, I need you to give Big CB a little sprint routine for him to ch- for him to start trying. So these abs. What do you mean really sprint routine? In. You go like see that tree, run to it as fast as you can, and then do it again. <laughs> the sprint done. There's more uh, to it than that. I mean, let's go start out with some fart licks, which is basically it's like speed play. So basically. If you wherever you are, if they still got lights on or if they got trees or whatever, um, we'll run to pick a distance, pick a marker, run as fast as yeah. you can to that. Pick another marker, jog, do that for about four minutes. Take a two minute break and repeat that six times. Shit, I can do that, Joe. Yeah, you'd be good. God, I love when you coach down to me. It's my favorite. <laughs> it's my favorite feeling. It makes me feel like a pro. Even though I know you're giving me the little kitty starter pack, <laughs> it's great. Yeah, man. You're good. You're good at it. You may, you have a great bedside manner, Joe. Um, uh, Joe, thank you for joining us today. It was honestly really insightful, and this podcast has been only like shit posting for the first five episodes. So <laughs> I'm glad that you came on to allow us to give our listeners some true knowledge to help them during this difficult time. Um, keep telling but, them to uh, keep their immune systems up. Make sure you get sleep. Okay. Get some. Uh, uh, get some ginger and lemon and just boil that and uh, boil the lemon peels. Clean the lemon, cut the lemon, boil the lemon peels after you clean it. Cut up some fresh ginger, boil that. Maybe add some Swedish bitters if you can find it. Put in a little bit of cayenne uh, and drink like three to three cups of that a day. That'd Damn. be very helpful. What do we, you got a name for that recipe? What's that? What do we call that? Corontini. Oh my god. <laughs> that's, 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 we call that the Joe Juice. <laughs> <laughs>
we'll we'll um we'll 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 package that up and get it going. Um, but but tell the people where they can find you on the internet. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Ocho System. You can find me on Twitter at Joe Holder underscore. Um, you can find me probably hiding somewhere because I'm an introverted sad boy. So y'all be good and appreciate it. <laughs> well, next All time right, we I'll- have you on, we're gonna get into your introversion and and looming depression, sad boy life. <laughs> That's, that's more interesting to, to us personally than this fitness shit, but we have to give the listeners what they want. So, um, all right. Thanks, Joe. Uh, we'll talk to you soon. If you need anything, holler at me. All right, man. Appreciate you. Right. Thanks well. again, bro. Later. Peace. Um, yeah, that was, that was good old Joe Holder. Our, I feel like he may be too knowledgeable for us and our show, but that's, a, I mean, we, we all, I, I felt like I didn't deserve his knowledge and his know-how. What what we try to do here at the How Long Gone podcast is bring you information that is important and can improve your life. So mm-hmm. <clears throat> I think we achieved that today, Jason. I think so too. Um, you know, I really wish he was going to get more into milk with me, but that's fine. I, I mean, <laughs> no one wants to, no one wants to talk about milk more than you. You fucking idiot. I know. I've been <clears throat> I've been learning that all the thing like all the the things I'm thinking about nowadays, all the epiphanies and and innovations that have come to mind whenever I, whenever I ask the homies, I'm like, what do you think about this idea? There, nobody is like, this is good. This is it. Everyone is like, okay. Um, wow. Which, which is fine. I'm not going to give up. I'm trying to think don't give up, things. Jason. Don't give up. Please don't give up. I need you, bro. I need you. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, I'm, I am definitely not, but it, it's sort of like, I, I believe in whatever I'm, Whatever I'm thinking about, maybe the world has just not caught up yet, you know? That's an interesting egotistical way to frame it. Um, mm-hmm. I would say that your ideas are probably just bad, but like that's fine. <laughs> that's, what I'm, that's what I'm starting to learn, and it is, <laughs> it is taking a toll on, my, on me and my family. Is it humbling? Well, you should take Joe's advice and start meditating. Maybe you'll levitate above your problems. Bro, I, I have a lot of meditation, years of meditation under my belt, dog. I've I've done some wild shit in my day. Have you? Yeah, man. I've I've had some out of body experiences while meditating. I think you're mistaking meditating for drugs. No, 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 no. I I, I used to meditate every day. I I would have a routine where I would, after I worked out and did whatever physical fitness, hit the showers, come out, and then I would lay on the ground with my with my legs bent at a ninety degree angle, like. And then my legs up on the bed. So it was, it was kind of like I was sitting in a chair, but I'm laying down. Yeah. And then I would meditate for 10 minutes, just straight out of the shower, air dry, butt ass naked. And then I would, uh, it would just be the most relaxing thing of all time. And then sometimes I would, I would fall asleep after. It was a great nap. But I've, I've had full out of bodies just like Were you, in my living room. Was this, was this guided or was this just you? Just this, this was the, you, this was a calm that? calm app. Use promo yeah, code yeah, them yeah. jeans first month free. <laughs> <laughs> this was a calm app, yeah. Where they just it was like a ten minute guided meditation thing where they play some ambient music and then a white woman tells you about what's going on that day in the world. You know, something something to think about. Yeah, I mean, it really it helps if you have a hard it's, time. That's a that's a subscription based service, correct? 
It is, yeah. You can. There's like free trials. I'm sure there's there's crazy deals for it now. But bitch, I'm not. Bitch, I'm not cheap. I'm just trying to find out what the deal. Relax. Like yeah. I'm just trying to find out what the deal is. Yeah, Damn, I like that. Bro, Chris like... gets offended by a trial offer. <laughs> like no, 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 no. I want the year now. Yeah, that's like shopping on sale. Like I don't want this stuff nobody else wants. I want <laughs> full price merchandise. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We got it. Uh, all right. Well, look, it was great talking to you as always. It was great talking to Big Dog Joe, mm-hmm. my quarterback in life. Um, next, you can uh, find... next episode is going to be with our good friend Ryan O'Connell. Oh yes, Ryan O'Connell, who you know from being friends with me and Jason first and foremost, and then he also has a TV show he that he a, wrote. He has a TV show <laughs> on Netflix called Special. And of all the podcasts I've done, hundreds of them, he's probably like the the fan favorite guest out of all of them. Um, you know, not counting Chris Black, of course. He's He's not a guest. He's a member of the family. No, Ryan's Ryan's a legend and someone I'm very proud to call a friend. I think what he's doing is actually funny and important, which is a rare crossover. Yeah, we've only been able to manage one of those two things at any given time. Exactly. There's no. I've never done anything important. That's for fucking sure. And I know. I know you haven't. I know you haven't. <laughs> that <laughs> like is I true. Haven't. That is true. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Um, it was awesome. Follow me at them jeans. Uh, at done to death on Twitter. You already know what the fucking vibes are. And at done to death projects on Instagram. Um, thank you, and we will see you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.